You're listening to Geeks Talk. I'm Sean McCammon. Let's get talking. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode six. Oh yes, six episodes down already. In fact, I can't believe the week's gone. There's been some fast, well, and some slow points, to be fairly honest, during this week. But we are at Thursday evening again, or, or Friday morning, as it is now in the UK time. And it's time for my favourite part of the week, podcast time. So, episode six, and this one is really going to be the start of probably an ongoing theme that I want to go through in the podcasts for some part of this year, if not all parts of this year. It's all to do with free. I like free. Free is good. Free means don't have to pay for it. Though free also means sometimes that you do have to pay for part of it up front and then it's free from then on. And that's partly about what I'm going to talk about in a minute as well. But moving forward in maybe future episodes, I'll be looking at other aspects of free, like free alternative softwares and things like that. So what brought this on? Well, a couple of months ago, I bought a TV Wi-Fi box for one of the TVs in my house, and I was quite impressed. Now, this actually, the device was made by Roku. For those that don't know, go and check them out, R-O-K-U. So the box is actually branded No TV, which is a Sky um, brand or part of the Sky network. And the device itself was made by Roku, but... I bought it specifically just for this particular TV in the house for particular programs. And I was quite impressed. Well, I was a lot impressed, to be fairly honest. Although No TV is a paid subscription, it's fairly cheap for the what they call the entertainment package, which is a number of channels. But you also get the ability to stream things like the ITV and the BBC and, and other UK networks. Or rather the on-demand. Some of them are actually live streaming now, like ITV and BBC. Now, also, you know, I know that some people are probably screaming at me now saying, I've been doing this for years, I've been streaming TV for years. The UK has been pretty slow, to be fairly honest, in getting up to speed with all this streaming. They've had the iPlayer, BBC iPlayer, for quite some time. We've had Channel 4 uh, on demand for quite some time but things like the itv it's very new coming out now or fairly recently and you know it's only really now that the streaming has really been sort of a, a real thought you know something that you can really think about so as i say, i was very impressed with that device and i recently bought another roku device for another tv in my house so these are tvs are upstairs by the way again Wi-Fi streaming, you can watch live. In fact, it's a little bit more, there's uh, a lot more to it than the other device because the other device was specifically designed for Sky, for no TV. This one is an actual proper Roku, so there's a lot more flexibility in, in what you can install because you can go to their app store, etc. And again, fantastic little device. It gives a good picture. Set up to be 720p, brilliant. Well, this got me thinking. Well, I was thinking after the first device, but as I say, the second device which I bought recently got me really thinking. I have a paid subscription to 
cable TV in the UK, which is run by Virgin Media. I've also had Sky TV in the past, though I don't have that at the moment. The thing is, I pay for a package which includes my phone and my internet and my TV. The phone and the internet, internet, the phone and the internet, I'm quite impressed with. It's the the internet anyway. It's one of the fastest, if not the fastest, in the UK. So, you know, certainly I, I don't want to move away from the provider because I want to carry on getting that. It's not also it's not also the cheapest. It's probably one of the more expensive internet. But as I say, it's it's the fastest anyway. So there's only a sort of around ten pound per month in it. And you have to have the minimum of, say, the internet and the phone if you want the internet. But you can get these packages where you get the TV. And that's why I've had for a number of years now. But the thing is, I'm paying this amount for the TV, internet and that. And when I think about it, the actual channels that I get for the TV, I've already downgraded it, by the way, about a year ago. I used to have a lot more channels and... I found I wasn't watching the movies or the sports, so we, we got rid of those. But we all have this, I won't say hundreds, but many, many channels that we don't watch and we're paying for. And it's a waste, you know, it, it's a waste of money, it's a waste of time. And especially in today's economic, society, you know, downfall society, we, we, we can't afford to waste money. So as I say, the streaming got me thinking... Uh, the 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 new ability the streaming in the UK got me thinking and and the, the fact that I'm paying all this extra money and I thought well why not this year why don't I look into moving to streaming TV rather than have this package that I pay through uh, a cable provider keep the internet keep the phone but why don't I move away from the TV which saves me X amount a month by a media streaming system. I've got one in mind, by the way, which isn't in the UK at the moment. I'm going to go with Roku again, but I want to get the Roku 4, just to kind of throw that information in there, because Roku 4 has got 4K streaming, and it's the latest and greatest version, although not in the UK yet. So, dependent on when my subscription is able to be cancelled on this, and I can start this project, I may end up going for the Roku 3 until the Roku 4 is in the UK. But so, you know, you save X amount of money by removing the subscription and going to this streaming system okay okay you have to pay up front them for the box this is the biggest cost is the first year we have to pay up front for the box but by paying up front for the box and paying for uh, say amazon prime just to give me those extra channels i'm still saving around 50 percent of the cost in the first year and I'm getting far more on-demand TV than I can watch through all the, you know, as compared to all the channels that are available through this cable box. So my project this year is that it's to, as soon as I can move away from the cable, to go to a streaming and then use the streaming for tv I, I will probably still have an aerial to receive some of the channels in the uk because as i say some channels you can't stream live but things like bbc and itv they have a live streaming capability on their app so you can actually those channels watch through the stream and you don't need to have an aerial to watch those channels it's just like the channel 4 and the 
Channel 5. And to be fairly honest, if you don't mind waiting to the next day, you can see that information, that, that, that video, the TV programs that they've had on the next day because they're they're streamable they've saved off and they're streamable so in reality if you don't want to watch things live and to be fairly honest with my schedule i don't watch many programs live i don't have the time because i'm always busy around sort of those sort of times but you know i'm going to probably have a tv aerial just in case i want to watch something live which isn't on one of these streaming channels and it will give me that about that, that flexibility to do that but the idea is to share with you my journey from moving from a paid TV system such as Virgin Media's cable TV to an online in, online, in, online streaming system using something like the Roku, as I say, the Roku 4. And the reason I, I like the Roku 4, or the Roku 3 to be honest as well, is that I can have Amazon Video on there. I can have Netflix on there and I can have no TV on there. See, some of the boxes don't allow, they only allow you to have one. Like, for example, if you get the Amazon Fire TV box, you can have the Amazon video, but you can't put the no TV. And if you go no TV, then you can't put Amazon Prime on. Roku allows you to have all of it. So that's the reason I'm looking at the Roku devices. And as I say, ideally for purely because it's got the 4K and it's the latest version. But as I say, my journey through this year, I'm going to share through the podcast. I'm going to let you know what I think, what I've done. Is it good? Is it worth doing that? Moving away from conventional TV providers through to using these online streaming providers. And from my initial experience tonight, I was sitting down in front of the TV. There was so much there. I was like, what do I watch? You know, there's so much like a streaming. What do I watch? Box sets of of programs. You know, it's it's an immense amount of of information and fun and joy out there to to look at. So, as I say, these podcasts moving forward will be kind of a journey into moving into free software, free hard well not hardware but free kind of ways of thinking like as i say moving to uh, from a a paid uh, internet provider to uh, paid sorry uh, tv to an internet streaming and you know things like radio as well and all sorts of stuff like that we're going to try and push into these podcasts give you that bit of information save you money as well as saving me money and potentially give you ideas of what you could do maybe you hadn't thought of or maybe you haven't really thought of the fact that you can do this streaming and get more for your money than than paying for a tv provider such as sky tv and virgin media and the thing is as well because you can get these no tv for seven pound a month the channels you might watch on sky like atlantic fox uh, sky one in the uk you can get through no tv for 6.99 a month which is have a lot cheaper 9.99 for movies i mean it's a lot cheaper than paying it through the sky system so there you go that's my goal for this year and the thing i'm going to share with you through these podcasts now to the other part of my podcast the final bit my favorite news story of the week now there's been a few things going on this week but the one thing i wanted to talk briefly about the one thing that i found really exciting is well the actual news story says it's pointless it's 
a pointless drone to transport humans on display according to this new site and basically it's a human carrying drone that is currently on display in the ces tech show in las vegas and the idea is it's kind of like a personal minicopter kind of like imagine a quadcopter but on a huge scale with something to sit inside and it basically it's just transport the thing is though you don't actually control it you actually choose a point on a map and it goes there you know supposedly takes you there so you don't control the you don't control the up the down the left the right the, the you know you completely it's autom it's all completely automated you have no control so is there a worry in fact i don't know but it's kind of funny just to think that they're producing these single person quadcopters which is likely to cost two hundred thousand dollars by the way just to take it from a to b and it could be illegal to ride in public as well purely because of the laws that are no changing in regards to uh the the quadcopters that are out there you know these drones you can't fly them in some countries or, or you've got to re-register so it may be that you pay two hundred thousand dollars and still can't use it but it's a fantastic bit of technology a per a, a one person mini copter that you can just jump in click a button and there you go so there we have it that's this week's podcast a little bit longer than last week and a few have gone by probably because of my enthusiasm with this whole moving to a streaming system but you'll hear more of this going forward so thanks for watching that's the end of this week's episode and i will speak to you next week bye for now that's it for this week thanks for listening and don't forget, keep an eye out for next week's episode.